What's up, Dashley fam? How the heck are you doing? Hey, yo. This is Dallin and Ashley. Welcome back to Big Little Life with the Dashleys. Ash, what's we, going on over there on your side of the desk? We're just doing dandy. I thought we could start out today with some news from home. Oh my goodness gracious. I think Dallin's going to start it off with the most pertinent news for our community today. And the first news story I will tell you will be told first. So, in classic 2020 fashion, we had Hurricane 3, Level 3 Hurricane Wind Storms here in Salt Lake Valley with the highest temperature clocked at, or the highest speed winds clocked at like 112 miles per hour or something in Salt Lake. Hundred Over 100,000 Utahns are without power. Some school districts have canceled classes through today, Wednesday. It's just nuts it's nuts we've had an earthquake this year we are in the middle of a global pandemic and now we had a crazy windstorm here in utah hurricane winds and we don't live next to any oceans okay i always laugh at um the news here in utah when they're like and the power went out maybe because i grew up in georgia where there's way more trees and basically anytime there was a thunderstorm the power went out so it's like no big deal to me. But the news here is like, breaking news, Utahns. The power is out. Hey, that's as exciting as it gets here. No, 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 no. But they're out, with power, out of power for days. There is a lot going on here in Utah today. So like Dallin said, there was the windstorm. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, we call this What's Happening at Home segment, where we just kind of share a little bit of our life with you. This is our local newspaper, KSL.com. I've never known what KSL stands for, but that's what it's called. You can also buy anything you want from KSL, as well as read the news. It's our local Craigslist. Okay, here's what's going on yesterday, because the news is from yesterday. Right. Okay, a real estate agent was showing a house in Draper. We go to Draper. Our favorite restaurant is there, Oak Wood Fire Kitchen. Mm. Best pasta and best pizza in the valley. So good. A real estate agent was showing a house there. They said it was a female real estate agent. And I know there's a lot of female real estate agents, but I was like, maybe it was ours. Maybe it was Tori. Uh We'll have to text her. Um, And there was a locked door in the basement. So she has the keys to the house, right? Because the owners leave the keys with her. Uh And she unlocks the door and she opens it. And there's a man with a rifle pointing it at her and her client. What the? Yeah. Good reaction (laughs) to And this is seriously shocking. Like, what and the heck? All, his name was Matthew Hershey. And all they say was that the the real estate agent was a bad A. And she was like, you need to get off this property while he's pointing a rifle at her. Wow. Um, and he didn't. So she just left with her client and called the police. And they said they called her, the man. And he was like, I won't talk to you, but I'll come to the door. So he came to the door and they arrested him. Did he live there or was he just bumming in an empty house? Literally no one knows. Another big thing happening. This has been in the works for three years. A high school senior, a girl, I guess she's more like a woman now. She's a high school senior. She's been fighting to get Utah schools to provide girl tackle football her whole high school journey. And she's finally getting a hearing today. It was a little weird because everyone was behind plexiglass. Um, And she doesn't know if she'll ever get to play, but she is saying that it is not, um, is ethical the right word or fair that girls can't play football? And you know what? I think it would hurt a girl as much as it would hurt a boy to play football. 
So I think girls should play football. Let them if play. They want. Utah's saying that they let them play on the boys' team, so they don't need to make the girls a team. That's kind of Utah's stance. So we'll see Any how girl that can goes. try out for football. Yeah, in Utah. I think it's kind of like it's not like super encouraged, but I guess if they put up a fuss, they can get on the team. Um, it would just be hard, probably, for a girl because they're usually not as big as a guy to be like a varsity player. I would guess. I think there have been some. So that's kind of like, that's why I'm thinking she's kind of wanting an all girl team just to make it, you know, more even. Uh-huh. Um, Dallin and I were listening to a podcast the other day and it was just blowing our minds. Um, <laughs> it was this podcast. How times have changed. Yeah. About how, especially in Utah, but I guess it's probably everywhere. This one was specifically about a woman. She was kind of, she was, she, it was recorded in 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was in her fifties. So this was about her high school time during the seventies. Is that right? They kept saying the seventies, maybe yeah. the later seventies. Um, and she was talking about how in her high school girls were doing sit-ins. Um, I think it was like the sixties. Was it the sixties or seventies? Maybe yeah. she was in college in the seventies. She talked about how girls were, cause she got married in 75. Uh-huh. Okay. She was talking about how in the late sixties, early seventies, girls were doing like sit-ins at her high school in Salt Lake just to be allowed to wear pants. And she thought they were of the devil and she like walked past them in her skirt. Yeah. She like, was, Oh my gosh, my church leaders have warned me about you. <laughs> she was kind of a funny case because she was not a part of any of that movements. And uh-huh. she's looking back now being like, why did I think pants were so evil for girls to wear in school? Yeah. I think my mom was telling me, um, she grew up and I'm, I'm guessing this is more than just Utah. Just most of my family grew up in Utah. So she was saying when she, she was in either kindergarten or first grade, I want to say first grade and her dad dropped her off for school. Um, and her parents were divorced. So when she lived with her mom, um, I think her mom might've been more like, Oh, you need to wear a dress to school. Um, kind of cause she was maybe more in the know of the school rules. And her dad was kind of like a wild guy. Um, and when she was staying with him, he would drop her off her school and he just wouldn't care slash. He's kind of a rebel. So he might've been like, you can wear pants, Trish, but she, they wouldn't let her stay in school. They sent her home because she was a first grader or a kindergartner wearing pants. Meanwhile, I'm over here protesting that you wear pants at all. <laughs> yeah. In our latest vlog, I made some goals for my day. Um, <laughs> background i had a huge zit okay and it's hard for me to want to leave the house it was like the biggest zit i've had since i was 14 right smack dab my hair didn't even cover it actually got so many comments saying what happened to your forehead (laughs) and i've been very upfront like on instagram and youtube like i have a huge zit (laughs) but i still get all these comments like you know when you have a zit and you're just you have this fear in your head that someone will like say something or notice and and you kind of have this hope like try being a youtuber instagrammer <laughs> you kind of you forehead. have this hope that no one will notice and they just see you and they just see your whole person instead of just staring at this huge zit on your face mm-hmm. two things happened i watched the vlog and all i could look at was the huge zit on my face so that was pretty affirming to the belief of everyone just stares at the huge zit same with a hundred thousand other people and then second thing that happened was so many comments. What's that huge, ugly thing on your head? What's wrong with your face? <laughs> Do you... And like, it was one of those that's that makeup wouldn't cover. It was just full disclosure. I got my IUD out 
and literally within 24 hours the zit descended upon me um there's a lot of hormone things that go down when you remove birth control from your daily routine and one of those things is huge enormous zits that are literally unstoppable oh pregnancy (laughs) well i'm not pregnant but right oh hormones oh hormones and Ashley named her zit Nancy Pelosi, and that that but she said very little about it uh, by I just design. Said she's a so, strong, independent woman who like won't go away. <laughs> and all the people in the opposite party want her to just go away. Anyways, but everybody in her party agrees she's a strong, independent woman. Well, so I people think were, everyone agrees. So like people she's were, a strong, independent woman. It's just whether or not you agree with her politics that she should go away. No, so I guess not that I think she should people go. Were well, yeah, con- agree that she should go. Away. Confused on whether or not you like Nancy Pelosi. Well, I just i I try and keep our YouTube and our Facebook very non-politico. And we usually so, do a pretty good job. My politics, I would say, I don't necessarily affiliate or love either party or either candidate. I actually think they're both fairly corrupt. I do too. I will say though that I, I would w- I would wish that a libertarian could get elected. I know. That would be awesome. I want a candidate who will protect my property, protect my money, and protect my health. I see the signs on people's front doors that say any functioning adult 2020. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I resonate with most. I know, but then you just you only have two that you can choose from, so you have to choose one of the two. And I, I go by who will protect my assets and my property it was property assets probably and just like keep me as as literally independent from government as possible yep how who which candidate will keep the government out of my life as much as possible and that's kind of what i go by i don't care if they're my best friend i don't care if they have like a pristine like ethical cultural whatever history obviously that would be nice well i just don't think that exists but especially in politics i don't think we'll ever have a candidate who is like a hundred like truly ethical and kind or be trustworthy so you just kind of have to choose your best worst yeah okay in other news you guys breaking news well we did announce this already we 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 have picked up our trailer so last time we podcasted i think we were in the dumps of despair because they called us and said your trailer is not coming. no i think the last podcast breaking news was that we were picking it up in two days okay so long story they told us it was three weeks delayed and then literally the next day after we canceled every campsite we had booked the camper was magically on the lot in utah ready to be picked up the they're next like day. hey great news your camper's here if we're I've like learned, what the heck if i've learned anything about the travel trailer industry it's that it's essentially run like the government just terribly <laughs> there is no no one knows anything yeah. so, the thing about the travel trailer industry is people are so chill they just don't care they're like whatever it's a recreational like, vehicle honey let's go pick up a trailer yeah no <laughs> one's gonna die here yeah and so we picked it up and you guys it is so freaking nice it is so awesome I'm so excited for you to see the tour of our camper. I'm I'm just like, I'm hesitant because I don't want to be like, I don't want to seem like I'm showing off, but we got a pretty nice camper. Oh, I want to show it off. It's like my baby. It, it's pretty sweet. I just feel weird making a video about it. Well, I would want to see 
when I like when I watch YouTubers and they show stuff, I want to see. I think about it's what's inside, and attitude. I was like, I just want to see what's inside his next room of his house. Yeah, I don't know. We loved it so much. We stayed in it for like two nights to test it out, make sure everything worked. The we ice. made sure it was so we're not counting that as our first camping trip. It's right. like our pre-camping it trip. It was pre-camping. It was just a little quick little getaway to make sure everything was working. And we did find a few things that I'm taking it in today for them to fix, like the AC and stuff. But, but we're not counting that as our first camping trip. But again, surprisingly perfectly working. Besides the Besides AC. the rear AC, yeah. Fridge um, is working great. All the water pipes. All the tubes, all the funnels, Dallin. the black tank emptied as it should. Dallin. I already did two blunders and I got to tell you about them. Hold on. I got to say this. I got to brag on you. What? Dallin has become a man. He <laughs> And 29 years of he age. He bought a trailer with its own toilet in it. He used that toilet. Number two. Number two. And then he subsequently Emptied cleaned <laughs> the tank out himself he is a journeyman plumber officially i have become a plumber and a man and a man <laughs> he Pooping called all Mike. of his brothers and recorded himself <laughs> while he was cleaning out the you tank guys, full of his watch own. this we are supported by Orate. Orate is fine jewelry made in New York City, founded by women for women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find. I actually just ordered a piece for Ashley not too long ago. It was the Infinity Bar necklace and it looks so good on her. It's just really clean and classy and nice. It feels substantial, just really good quality. The diamonds sparkle and shine. Because it's all real gold, you can wear it and never have to take it off. Shower, sports, sleeping, cooking cooking, anything. It's jewelry for life. They sell directly to you without any middleman markup, so they can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. What I love most about them is that they do a lot of good. Orate is ethically made jewelry in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. For every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education. So, got a sweet deal for you guys. For 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash biglittlelife and use promo code biglittlelife and you'll get 15 15% off. A-U-R-A-T-E New York.com. Use promo code Big Little Life for 15% off. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys know that Ashley and I are all about improving ourselves and our mental health and the health of our relationship. And BetterHelp is an online option where you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions. You can even chat and text with your therapist. There are over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states specializing in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Anything you share is confidential. This is available worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. There is financial aid available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, and it's professional and affordable. It's especially affordable for you guys, Big Little Life with the Dashes listeners, because you'll get a 10% off your first month coupon code with discount code code Dashleys. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Dashleys. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash Dashleys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, you tell them what you did. Okay, so firstly off. Let me do the news article if this were a news article. Man buys trailer, breaks it immediately, <laughs> left forlorn. Until Angel in the Night appears to fix it. Okay, go. Exclusive. So we get home first night. I'm just out there kind of like just feeling proud of this trailer that we now own and excited for all the adventures to come. Yeah. I walk out there and I was was planning on putting some things away that we had just bought from the store to kind of like furnish it. And I start to pop out the slide. So this trailer has slides when you're driving, they're in. So it's like a really tight space. And then when you're parked, you can pop them out and it literally doubles the floor space. Uh huh. And they're opposing too. So the living area slash kitchen is quite really spacey oh it's awesome i'm excited for you to see it and so i just go in and without a care in the world just start popping out a slide like it ain't no thing like la-di-da i've done this two times already what could go wrong and i hear this pop pop louder pop crack crack and i'm like what the what the what the so i I like stop but it keeps sliding a little bit after you let go of the button because everything is electronic in it which i kind of don't like i wish we just had a panel of dedicated buttons not a stupid touch screen. Right. Because it's like clunky anyways. I think you can open up a thing like he showed it to me and yeah. there's buttons. But you're just not like, yeah, anyways. So I was like, what the heck? And I see this giant panel falling off of next to the fridge. It's this the trim along one of the sides. And so here's what happened. The pantry door was open and it got stuck behind the trim on the side of the slide that makes it look flush and nice so around the slide. When border. we were driving the pantry door. So when we were driving, I guess the pantry door opened or we didn't shut it or whatever. And it got stuck behind the slide and it pushed off the edging of the slide, which is this giant piece of wood, this giant panel. And it flew forward. All stripped out all the screws that were screwing it into the slide. And I tried to catch it and I sliced my finger with one of the screws and this and it fell onto the couch. Luckily, none of the screws punctured the couch because that would be been like horrible. if the molding around your door was all ripped off. It looked like it looked terrible. It looks so bad. Let and me... I'm so I'm sitting here with this giant board like, oh, my gosh, enter, what the heck did I do? Enter Ashley. And let me give you some background on Ashley. Ashley grew up so happy in a wonderful family um, who chose to camp as well. And during multiple of these camping trips, witnessed her parents get into terrible not terrible like just just very tense fights 
It actually so, has a healthy amount of anxiety around things going wrong. So I have all this anxiety when things start going wrong and I and I can't handle it. And I was I've told Dallin like if anything goes wrong, we need to be chill. I am like a deer, like I will run. <laughs> um And so I come back into the trailer. I've been in the house putting things away because we had just gone shopping for our first like pre-trip. And I walk in and the trailer is ripped apart and Dallin looks like he's, he looks like, I don't even know, not angry, but just like righteous despair with some, with maybe some anger mixed in. Oh, there was anger in there. (laughs) And I sense it immediately. I have a very sensitive anger sensor. And I just, I was like, Dow, I love you. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think this is your fault. I don't think it's a big deal, but I can't sit here and help you with this. Not that we could have done anything. It was like, at that point it was, this is obviously someone else needs to, like, I thought we were going to take it in. I was going to do it okay, but I just didn't have a nail gun. So my nails were going to be a little bit more obvious. Right. Which takes me to our next point. I Shout out to our amazing neighbors. And go, and it's like, I fall asleep eventually. Down's gone for, I think, like. I was just, I was just laying on the couch watching despair. YouTube videos on how to fix things. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden my awesome neighbor runs by and he's just on a run at like 11 at, at night. Midnight. Man. And he's like, hey, I want to see your trailer. And I was like, oh, what's up? So I showed him the trailer and then I finally admitted, I have to show you something that I did. And he's like, oh, is that what that giant board is outside the camper? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I just ripped it off right here from the side of the slide. And he's like, oh, look at this. No worries. I just strip this. I just screw the screws back in and then we'll go get my nail gun. He's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. And he's like, I'll go get my tools and we'll wrap this up in 20 minutes. And so there we were at 1130 at night. And well, basically there he was and there I was watching in awe of how fast, how quick work he's making of this strip, this like trim that just popped off the slide. And and then he's like, I also got this little stain marker that you can stain up the little nail holes and with some putty and it'll look like it never happened. And just boom, 1145, he was gone. I feel and like I was the just fix, like, what just happened? The fix would like, have was cost this, us. Was he literally an angel sent from heaven? I, I woke up the next morning and Dallin was next to me and I was very like, okay, let's I'm going to ask Dallin what's going on and I'm not, I'm going <laughs> to be gonna rub very, his shoulder a little bit first. Be very nonchalant, like no <laughs> big thing. forehead. And we're just going to try and have a good day and figure out this whole trailer situation and still be happy. And I wake him up and I was like, so how long were you out there last night? And Dallin turned over and he was like, Rich fixed everything. Yeah. And I think my next phrase was, I think he's Jesus. He pretty much is. He's a pastor and he's a carpenter. And he showed up in the dark of the night when you were in your greatest despair. Uh-huh. And he eased my pain. Yeah, your sorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, the next day, made him We made him <laughs> pork belly burn ends and took him over a bowl. If you ever help us know that we will repay the favor with large amounts of bacon. And they're coming over for dinner tonight. Yeah, and Down's making For steak. tri-tip and salmon. I mean, if we would have taken that in, it would have cost... Hunt? They probably would have ordered a new panel, I would I guess. would have looked on YouTube how to fix it, and probably instead of taking it in and paying a service crew to fix it i probably would have spent that money on a nail gun and do it myself that's what we did with our fence and i bought a new saw and it was awesome i like doing this because i like fixing things i've just never had the 
I've just I'm we're new to home ownership and now we're new to RV ownership and so I am getting more handy as I go and I'm realizing that a lot of things in the trailer are just some screws and some finish nails and some glue. Yeah, everyone says like my parents were like, you just need a lot of Velcro, <laughs> Velcro, yeah. and wood glue. Uh huh. So. So we'll next on my list, out. I'm gonna buy a little nail gun. If you talk to our my sister and her husband, they live in their fifth wheel. They have a Instagram called the Smitty Life. Um, and we called them and they were like, you can literally fix anything. Anything. They bought a trailer and like the first day the wheel blew out and, and blew a hole into their floor. Oh my gosh. They've like plumbed it for a washing machine. Like they are very much like, it's no big deal. You just need some caulk. You can cut a hole right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, they just do it. And then they fix it with some caulk and some nails and screws. Yeah. They're very, they're just like, it's no big thing. Yeah. And we're just terrified to touch it so as i'm laying there after i just rip off this trim this thought pattern starts in my head like it's done my whole life and caused me massive amounts of anxiety by the way this is leading us right into inspiration station segment of the podcast ash inspiration station let's get inspired on this train that was good all aboard i need to record that have you heard that? Um, that's a kid song. Mm-hmm. So Choo-choo here soul. is Sweet Dallin. My whole life, I have just, I have probably wrongly assumed. Oh, for sure wrongly. I have wrongly just seen too much of my life as this game where... You gamified you, your life. You put in good deeds, good works, and then it spits out blessings. Life spits blessings at you, and you do bad things, or you don't do enough good things... And you get curses or... This is like news to me. Whatever. I always knew Dallin had a lot of anxiety just, when things I've just, went bad. I've just heard little things from from people say like, everything happens for a reason or or like, I don't know, what else are... are th- like? I don't know. I just know with religion, you've... T- like I have... I think that it can, be taken, it can you. be taken too far where you literally think God is in every single tiny detail of everything that happens and if something bad happens to you oh if something bad happens to you they're like what did i do wrong or like did i do something this is because i didn't do this or i didn't help that person or i didn't pay right i never had that i just i was just always like bad things happen but god i think that i have a lot of a lot of it's called scrupulosity ocd towards religious things where you think about these things a lot like oh do i need to confess that to my bishop or do i need to like or what what is this a sign of like like taking it too far basically yeah dallin i've always known dallin's had a lot of anxiety about religion and making sure he's doing the right things and making the right choices and acting the right way like more stress than me and i've always just kind of been like like shrugged like everyone can be religious in their own way it's just not how i am religious uh-huh. um and he's finally kind of like opened up to me about how deep it goes and how and put words to it and i'm just over here like you you've been thinking this your whole life yeah like that must really suck no and well there's a there's a general conference talk that recently spoke to me by del g renland and he says god does not just want like obedient puppies that don't chew on his slippers in the celestial living room he wants people to choose to be good of their own free will and choice rather than making them be good. And he doesn't just dole out immediate punishments and and consequences, er, punishments and blessings based on our good and bad behavior. 
He just basically lets us choose for ourselves a lot more often than we might think. And life just has And life just has ups and troubles, downs. And you know? because something bad happens to you doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you did something bad or you didn't do enough good. Like God is punishing you. Like God's punishing you like a bad puppy. And when you when good things happen, it doesn't mean God loves you more than other people either. It's just life. Good things happen, bad things happen. But for so long, I mean, there have been certain things in Mormon culture that haven't helped this much. Like on my mission, we're told obedience is prerequisite to having good things happen to you. And if something bad happens, you probably weren't obedient enough to something. Or how many times does the Book of Mormon say, if you keep my commandments, you'll prosper in the land. If you don't, if you don't keep my commandments, you'll be cut off from my presence, stuff like that. You know, I think I took that stuff too far. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was just laying down the other night. I was, I was reading Georgie a book and he fell asleep. And so I just stayed there next to him for a while. And that's just where I do a lot of good thinking with the presence of a beautiful, innocent toddler. And I was just taking notes in my journal on my phone. And I was just thinking, I just had this thought like of like when ants are walking in a line, you know, and a leaf falls or like a something falls in in the path that they're walking immediately they don't complain they don't i mean i don't speak ant maybe they're complaining it doesn't appear like they sit there they don't sit and, there and moan and complain about their station in and life wonder what they did to wonder deserve. what they did to deserve this leaf that's now in our perfectly straight path that we were all walking or what could they have done better in their life to not have that happen to them yeah what what did i do that made this leaf fall here no they immediately start looking this way that way walk around and store and form a new line and that's their new normal they immediately they don't take this leaf personally they just say oh there's a leaf here now they like acknowledge reality they own it they embrace it and they they work to make something happen you know Mm -hmm. things are happening because of these ants things aren't happening to these ants they just walk around it and eventually the line is just a few inches to the left or right where it used to be because there's a leaf there now and it no longer serves them to walk that path they're walking over here a little bit now and pretty soon they just have our new line and things are chugged along as normal but they didn't waste two seconds complaining about this leaf they just acknowledge that there's a leaf there now i don't think complaining is the right word i think it's more like wondering Wondering what they did to deserve that leaf where they were used to be walking. I was so comfortable walking over here. From a God who's supposed to love them. God loves me. Why would he put this leaf here in my path? It's not, It's a non-issue. God's love is not f- at stake here. Does he God's is- love is eternal, infinite, and he's not, he's not that fickle. He's not fickle at all. So... And I think it's that's- just life. Like things just happen. And it's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're a good person. It's because you're just a person and you're here on mm. this planet. It gives a lot of context to like issues we've had or not issues or just struggles. I remember I never understood why you would kind of like go this route. I remember when like kids would cry, like when we had new babies and they would be kind of like colicky or, or just have that four o'clock hour where they couldn't be soothed and you would say things i would like, feel guilty but you would say things that i didn't understand you'd say like i would say why, why am i not enough what did i do wrong what did we do to deserve this like and i'd be like what do you mean they're just babies talent babies just cry i would say to myself if i were a better dad they would be crying 
Like I would immediately personalize it like, and say, what did I do wrong? Like that's how, that's like how God's like punishing you. With that's how messed baby. up it got. That's how like quickly self-sabotaging it became the scrupulosity, this OCD regarding like this whole, it like it turned this life into like the hunger games and God's up there with the, with the levers. I just think that God is way more hands off than I have been thinking for a lot of my life. It makes so much sense. Like you were so tense about things. Like I remember one time we were reading um, like scriptures together and I fell asleep and you were, you weren't like, and I felt guilty. No, but it was more like, we're supposed to be reading scriptures every night together as a couple. And if not, then God's not going to be in our marriage and bless us. But the vibe I got, I was like, why is Dallin like nervous that I'm falling asleep during scripture reading? Yeah. But you were nervous, I guess dots connecting because you were worried what like not optimal thing would be rained down on us because i because I wasn't like as good as I should be or uh-huh. could be. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's stressful. I was always like, listen, Dallin, this is not an exciting book for me. I read it religiously, but it's not like Harry Potter. Sometimes I fall asleep. Also, I've read it 20 times before. Like, Yeah. And so I, there I was just feeling guilty and like ashamed that my sweet dear wife just fell asleep. Like it's so normal. Like what's God going to think like, of us? Seriously, is God going to punish us? Like, I don't know how that got to be such a real thing in my mind, but it was something that I stressed over a lot for a long <laughs> time. And now I don't because I believe that God's love is not so fragile. And I believe like he's Frozen. We've had very spiritual experiences every time Frozen. we watch Frozen. Yeah. The first one convinced Alan, I think, to marry me, right? He did. Yeah. He was watching Frozen and she was singing. Let it go. Yeah. Like, just like, let go of all of your turn away slam the door here i stand here i stay let the storm rage on the cold never bothered me anyway so this other girl dallin kind of felt like like weird signs pointed to her being the one he was supposed to marry versus the one he wanted to marry being me Uh so he kind of went with her and he was watching frozen and heard that song and he was like screw it screw it so she yeah. was more spiritual than me. That's why he thought she was the better choice. I'll just say it. And she had a better singing. There's voice. my brain working. This is what I'm supposed to do. Should, 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 should. I was just, she, I think, I don't want to say she was more spiritual. We were, we expressed her spirituality differently Yeah. and I was just more chill and I don't like feel as spiritual during like orthodox religious ceremonies as much as I just feel like I feel like God in my heart and mm-hmm. I like when I feel happy, I kind of like feel grateful and, and spiritual and anyways. So we just expressed things differently. She was much more like the, like openly, like how, like, I don't know. Like she, she ticked all of the good boxes, all the good Mormon boxes. She's on a mission. And I did too. I described myself as a Mormon as the least wholesome of, of the most wholesome group. <laughs> That's how I describe myself. And God still loves you just as and, much. And that was what scared Dallin away. But he was listening to Frozen or watching it in theaters for the first time. Uh-huh. And he... That's when he was like, screw it. I just like her better, even though she doesn't sing at church and like to pray out loud. And I right. don't even know what. Yeah. Pranks no, I boys. Just, I just never realized. Even now I'm realizing how much OCD, scrupulosity I've had around 
God and religion in general, and it's taken it to way unhealthy levels. I'm always like, Dallin, me on paper, like I was a church camp leader. I was a kindergarten teacher. I was a BYU graduate. I was like, right. I should have been the top of your list. How did she beat me out? Ask my OCD. I know. They might come up that they, I don't know who <laughs> my OCD is multiple people in my head. They'd give you all the sorts of logical explanations that make no sense. Um, so that was the first frozen life-changing moment for Dallin. And then the second one is when Kristoff and Anna, Kristoff's worrying about Anna's here and there throughout the movie. No, Anna's kind of worrying about Kristoff. She's, and she's like, are worrying you okay? about him too. Are you okay if I go? And he goes, Anna. No, she was like saying well, they're, she they're, was. I'm saying throughout the movie, they oh, both yeah. are thinking about each and other and at, kind of wondering and what's up with the other. And then at the end, she apologizes. But the Kristoff just keeps coming back and being the stud of a man. And Anna says, sorry for leaving him. And he's like, Anna. My love is not fragile. Yeah. And that one hit me because Ashley and I, as we were watching in the theater, we had just had a we fight. We were in like this huge fight. And we so were. we're just sitting there kind of grumpy at each other. And just, this movie's like, it was my like, love is not fragile. And it was like, well, I was like, our love is fragile. <laughs> our love is fragile. Yeah. So that was a really good moment for us too. And I've since learned that God's love is not so fragile you don't do one little thing and he's not like a toddler with a magnifying glass and we're just a bunch of ants. Like, it's not like that. God is so much more consistent and present yet hands off and he's just in our hearts and he just loves us. And, uh, it's just like, we just live with a heart of gratitude for life and come up may and love it and don't see it as this horrible sign that I've done something bad or, or fortune comes and you're like, Oh, I must've done something good. And God doesn't love you any less or more than anybody else. It's why it kind of bothers me when people to take a picture next to like a new car or a new house. And then they say blessed, like, like I know that they have good intentions, but does like, does that literally mean that God blessed you with this, but didn't bless somebody else with that same Cadillac or whatever they bought? You know, maybe I just, I just, in my mind, blessed isn't the right word, but in their mind, it, it obviously I think is. a lot of people do that too, like show like, I still feel humble. Like I recognize. Oh, like I recognize that like that God, like, so many people deserve this and I have this and that's a great way to, yeah, interpret it. And I'm sure most people do. I just want to say really fast, like, um, these are like the Dallin and I have been on a bit of a spiritual journey and it's stressful and anxious and it's always hard to like kind of shift or change spiritual, like, pathways that you are used to walking um like nothing crazy is happening but this is just our this is kind of like our spiritual journey that we've discovered and i don't want anyone to think like if yours is different or if you if, or if you feel like god is in all the tiny tiny details of your life and i am kind of i th i know he is but i just don't know how he is like um, well, to I what mean, extent or yeah um i just don't want anyone to feel like we wouldn't think um, we don't think you're crazy or weird for like, believing differently. Like I, I've, I just feel like I respect our religious kind of findings and I, and they're very personal and, and specific to our life and also to Christianity in general. And I wouldn't ever want any of the people listening to this to think that we don't respect their personal religious journey. And yeah. I don't know, like I just, we're kind of speaking from the eye, but saying things generally like this is how it is and i don't know i'll be the first to say i don't know how it is but this is how i feel like it is for me I, 
thank you for saying that. I could probably say I feel like before I, I make statements more often. I think if we've learned anything in this little religious, I don't know, I think we're just kind of exploring our spirituality more. Maybe that's just a thing that happens as you grow up. Well, I think this all started with us meeting with a mental, like with a therapist and did diving deep into our psyches and like talking about things. Dallin and I realized And how, I realized how big of an issue like scrupulosity was to me, OCD well, around religious things. And we also realized how spiritually different I am just from you. Like we grew up in the same church. We grew up with the same teachings and like how I interpret religion and spirituality and, and God's like God or my creator's relationship with me is very different. I would say very different than how you interpret it all to you kind of. And it doesn't mean like mine is more valid or more right. I think God has a personal kind of like, like we all understand things differently and receive things differently and you just kind of have to trust it's like, I don't know, like God is good and he talks to you. The Bible says you. God is love. Yeah. And uh, how do you, like, how do you receive love? How do you interpret love? I think everyone is a little bit different. So God is kind enough to talk to everyone a little differently, uh -huh. which would cause people to kind of explain spiritual things differently. And this is just kind of like where Dallin and I have come to as a couple, but ne not necessarily. We're still definitely on the journey. Yeah. But, and I just don't want anyone to think like, this is what we believe is the one right path no. or the one right way to think about these topics, I guess, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. There's just so much. So much. Anyways, end disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I don't even remember what I was saying. I've just, I think I've just chilled a little bit and... Uh, stop interpreting every single little thing that happens to me as a sign of favor or disfavor with God. I just think that God's love is not so fragile. And sometimes life just happens. And I'm not going to stress myself out over if this is a sign that I've been a good enough boy or not. You know? The thing that I base most of my testimony on, and it's fairly, maybe this is why I'm not like a big um, like scripture reader. I've read them, but it's not, it doesn't fill me as much. I just try and I kind of choose to believe like God is our creator and he kind of created us to be, to like, we can look at ourselves to learn about God, to learn about like universal truths. This is just me. Um, so like if, if well, the Bible God says he made us in his image. Yeah. If God created me, um, I believe he would kind of create me to feel about my children as he feels about me. So like when I look at my kids and I see them like, and they're just being terrible, I don't hate them and I don't want to hurt them. I just kind of have this like overwhelming love for them. And sometimes it's frustrating, but I, there's just always this overwhelming love. So I kind of lean on that and feel like God has that for me. I think God is a, is a, a being who loves beauty and who loves quiet and who loves, um, like connection, all these things that are kind of strung out throughout every population of the world, like these commonalities between cultures. I think that's kind of the like universal, like the infinite stuff in us kind of like rising to the top to teach us almost 
about the character of God or about the things that are truly good. And that's kind of what I base most of my spirituality on. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And there's also other good stuff, but that's kind of what I resonate with the most. Cool, Ash. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it for Inspiration Station. Thanks for stopping by, San Diego. What? Who's San Diego? That's from Anchorman. Oh, I haven't watched it. Of course. It's only the most oft-quoted movie amongst most men. <laughs> amongst you. <laughs> Especially me and my brothers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I think I think the Big Little Life podcast group has passed the Dashley's Club group on Facebook. Really? Yeah. There's lots of people on there, and I am just the worst at posting things. You guys are awesome. Uh, join the conversation there. Start the conversation there. Yeah, too. feel free to start a thread or post a link to the podcast. Yeah, that is the comment section for this podcast. So go and share your thoughts. Let us know if you agree, disagree, add to the conversation. We really love hearing from you guys because there's no comment section here on the podcast. So let's make the Facebook group the comment section. It'd be cool to kind of have like a a very friendly, like religious conversation. Like what gives you strength? What do you lean on? What do you base, like resonate most with in your testimony of, of God of, or like what you're, how you like seek enlightenment even yeah i'm also curious to know if anybody else has dealt with scrupulosity or ocd around religious things and taken the idea of god's involvement in your life to an unhealthy level like i have and how you either work through that or or things you've heard that have helped you with that because it's something that i'm just currently learning about myself and dealing with so i appreciate that thank you guys so much love having you with us